welcome to Airplanes and Anecdotes. I'm Jazz. And I'm Sarah. And today we are going to talk about our experience in the Netherlands and also different day trips that you can take from Amsterdam. So the when we went to Amsterdam in 2018, the place we stayed at was Vase, which mm-hmm. we did speak about a little bit on our previous episodes. But just mm-hmm. to give you a little bit back a little bit of background about Vase. It's a part of the Amsterdam metropolitan area. It's not exactly in Amsterdam, but it's basically, I guess they would consider it like a suburb of Amsterdam. It's actually a really great place to stay if you want to be close to the city, but not directly in it. If you don't stay in Vesp, it's actually also a great place for a day trip, and it's easily accessible from Central Station. It's a really cute little town. There's like a central area. There's a river. You can see canals. It's really cute. Definitely recommend It has buildings from the 17th and 18th century. It has three large windmills, and it has parts of the defense line of Amsterdam, which is a World Heritage Site, and it was built between 1883 and 1920 to provide protection to the city. So if you're into that, go see it. Um, I don't think you need tickets. I don't know. Um, It is just a thing to do there. So Vase is a great place to go and a great place to stay. We mentioned it before when we stayed at that recording studio um, that doubled as an Airbnb. That was very cool. We loved it there. And that was also the place with the uh, shower that burned me. But that is not the fault of the shower. So still recommend. It was also the place where we learned Lekka. It is. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. And we met some cool people at the Airbnb. So... Definitely recommend. And Vasp actually is where our love affair with Albert Hein started. You've heard us talk about Albert Hein, our favorite grocery store in the universe. Um, but when we were in Vasp, it was actually the first time we were in Albert Hein. So, mm-hmm. so the way we basically found Albert Hein, like we didn't know about it before we went. I honestly just googled, like I went to Google Maps and searched supermarket. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's like the closest one to us because it's the major supermarket over there. It and is. I believe it was like a 20 minute walk from our Airbnb yeah. and we were not disappointed. We actually went back every day. We did. We found like excuses to go back to like, we didn't really, we, you know what? We ended up buying so much cheese. We brought cheese yeah. to Paris with us and then we barely ate any cheese in Paris because we had too much cheese. <laughs> yeah. Albert and we're Hine. also like allergic to cheese. So oh, yeah, it I, was, yeah, I can't eat like it was just a lot. Yeah. Cheese makes me break out. So I don't eat it here and at home, but uh when I'm in Europe I just fall out and eat cheese. Mm-hmm. I don't have regrets personally, but yeah, we ate way too much cheese. Yeah, our first time in an Albert Hein, we literally like just stared at the cost <laughs> section or the cheese cost section. Yes. Yeah, it's just like a huge section for cheese, and we're actually gonna get into Albert Hein on a later episode. So I think it's stay our next episode. That. Is it okay? Yeah, our boy Albert Hein. Yes. Yes. Um, we'll go into depth about why we love it so much and everything, but it all started in Vase. It did our love affair. It did, yeah. So not only is there an Albert Hein, which there is in many, many places across the Netherlands because it's a major grocery mm-hmm. store, it's a very walkable town. There's many cute cats to see that just kind of hang mm-hmm. out, you know. Um, it's a safe place for the cats 
generally. Yeah, we definitely recommend going if you want to, if you want to get out of Amsterdam and just see a new place, but still be close enough to Amsterdam or just stay there because they're, you know, it's relatively inexpensive to stay there and then just take the train into uh, Amsterdam Central. So, yeah, mm -hmm. that is Visp. Yeah, it's about a 15 minute train ride, too. So if you do want to save money on like your accommodation, you can get like an Airbnb in Vasp and then just take the train into the city. It's like fifteen minutes. Yeah, it was like it's very easy. Maybe five euro or something yeah, to get into the or city. Maybe, yeah, it wasn't expensive. I don't remember why I remember it's like six euro, like six seventy five or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that seems very specific, but something. I mean, like it that. might have been. I don't remember the exact dollar amount. So, yeah, if that's what it is, that's I don't know. What it, is. it could be, but it it wasn't it wasn't too expensive. We weren't like shocked. Mm -hmm at the price to get into the city and uh, again public transportation in the Netherlands is very efficient and clean and mm -hmm. easy to use so you're really not losing anything by staying a little bit outside of Amsterdam so mm -hmm. but yeah so that was that uh, <laughs> do you want to talk about Alkmaar or do you want to talk about like what we did in Amsterdam in 2018 I mean, well, VASP is what we did. So I'd rather, let's do VASP in 2018 since that's where we did okay. that year. Well, I did I did VASP, so yeah. <laughs> that's, that's um, all we can really say. Well, and then the other thing that our Airbnb um, host told us was that there was an old church oh, nearby. Right. So apparently just Americans love old shit and he was like, hey. Oh, we do. <laughs> I, I know a thing that you would love to see because you love old stuff. There's a church, like around the corner, and unfortunately, I wish we would have got a chance to see it, but we did we not. We were there was tired. Just a lot going on, and there was yeah. a lot. We had three days in uh, the area, so we just, mm -hmm. you know, couldn't. Yeah, we spent the weekend in Amsterdam. Yeah, we did a lot for well, the weekend. Based. But, well, yeah, yes. but we were in Amsterdam Central mm -hmm. for most of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. We just, yeah, we just kind of like wandered around Amsterdam, went to the Van Gogh Museum, mm -hmm. you know, we met Svetlina. Yeah. It's lovely. We'll talk about her, well, though. Yeah. Well, let's talk about just like 2018 in general. Okay. Sure. Since that's the base trip. Okay. Like, it's a, it's a relatively short story though because again we only had a couple days in Amsterdam <laughs> one thing I will say from our trip to 2018 is where we met Svetlana Svetlina Svetlina my bad put I'm respect sorry. on I her apologize. name I apologize Svetlina I love you still though yeah um it's okay there is a coffee shop yes named Cafe Baracas Yes. And we happened to like stumble upon it and we just went in because it was the like it wasn't as crowded as the other ones. Yeah. And it is multi leveled, so there's place to sit upstairs, which were where most people were, but we decided to stay downstairs. Yeah. I did not want to climb anyone. upstairs. Yeah, where there wasn't anyone down there. And to our surprise, while we were sitting in the coffee shop, mm -hmm. I'll explain why that's important later. But we were sitting in a coffee shop and out of out of nowhere, a cute cat came up from the basement, and she had a like, she was a black and white cat, and she had like a little mustache. And she was the we cutest. have pictures of her. 
cat. Yes, we'll put a picture up on the blog if you want to check it out. That's yes. at wanderytravel.com, W-A-N-D-E-R-Y, travel.com. And you can see pictures of her there. Yeah, under podcasts and then, the right? No, yeah. under blog, under blog. Under blog, yes. Sorry. Um, yeah. Svetlina is so cute. She does have a mustache. I'm like, you think we're joking? We're not joking. Svetlina has a mustache. So yeah, we we stumbled into this place because it didn't seem as overwhelming as the other uh mm-hmm. coffee shops. And yeah, there was especially a- not like the oh, yeah. no, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um, especially not like the like franchise coffee shops. Yeah. Because there is one, I forget what it's called, honestly, but it has like a pig. Oh, as it's yeah, I know what you're logo. talking about. Yeah. It's very famous. So there are always like a ton of people there and we just wanted to stay clear from a ton of people. Yeah. So we just found this random coffee shop. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was lovely. Yeah. And there was a girl working there um, who was so sweet and of course, when Svetlina jumped basically on our table, we were like, oh, my God, there's a cat. And so we were talking to the girl who was working at the shop about the cat. And she was so sweet. And then she was telling us her name is Svetlina and she lives there. So that was lovely. We talk about Svetlina often. We love cats, as you can probably tell from listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, we love all animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Dogs, too. I mean... Yeah, dogs aren't generally like chilling as much as cats when we go places. So (laughs) I love dogs. Actually, in 2019, we saved Svetlina from a dog. We did save Svetlina from a dog. We'll talk about that in a minute. Or I guess we could use it as a segue to talk about 2019. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. So, one thing I will say is that the reason why we make the distinction between a coffee shop and a cafe is because if you're someone who does want to smoke weed, you're going to go to a coffee shop. If -hmm. you want coffee, you're going to a cafe. Yeah. So there is a clear distinction. However, not going to lie. Apparently you can get coffee at some of these coffee shops. Yeah. And you can get like tea. Like you got a tea. We went to cafe Baracus. Like it, you know, you can get something to drink, but the, the purpose is to, you know, smoke weed or, hash yes or hash <laughs> okay yeah and so they also have tobacco products too yeah like like i didn't i didn't smoke when we went so i got like a tobacco product mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah which is interesting yeah. also just like tip pro tip mm-hmm. um so like we were talking about in the last episode you have to be very aware of your surroundings when you're walking through Amsterdam just because of the trams and the bikes and stuff. So if you are smoking, just be like extra vigilant of where you are or just stay where you are until you are no longer in a altered state just mm. for your safety um, because it can be hairy even when you're not, you know, smoking or anything. So, yeah, yeah, that's just my disclaimer about that. Yeah, and I just also want to say that we love Svetlina so much that we actually <laughs> took the time to walk around aimlessly in yes. Amsterdam Central in 2019 when we went back yeah. to Amsterdam to yeah. see if we could find her again. And and we did. Pretty sure we scared the barkeep. <laughs> Are they even called barkeeps? Why am I talking like a medieval person? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we 
radish merchant? <laughs> like, what's happening? <laughs> I'm pretty sure we scared the bartender. We definitely we did. And I don't even think we said hello. Honestly, I don't <laughs> we think did. We did. <laughs> We walked in and we were like, hey, do you have a cat named Svetlina? <laughs> he was like, and we have a cat. he didn't know the cat's name. And yeah, he's yeah. like, we have a cat. And we were like, okay, this is it. So we're going to sit here. I'm pretty sure I got tea. Yeah, and she was in the corner. She was, she was, I think he pointed over. He was oh, like, we have yeah. a cat. And we are like, yeah, yeah that's she, Svetlina. Okay. Yeah, because that one guy was there. Like, randomly that one man. Yeah. In the corner. Yeah. And yeah, so we found her again. That's how much we love Svetlina. Yeah, we literally searched. I mean, and you know, there's like just many coffee shops in Amsterdam, obviously, but we insisted on finding Svetlina, who is our friend. Um, and she, mm-hmm. she was suspicious of us at first, obviously. And then mm-hmm. we saved her from a dog. We not saved her, but there was a dog that came in and she was sitting between us. And mm-hmm. like, obviously, she was very freaked out by the dog's presence in her cafe. She probably mm-hmm. owns the cafe, for all we know. Mm-hmm. And we were just, like, kind of holding on to her so she wouldn't, like, I don't know, freak yeah, out. we were just kind of, like, staring the dog down. We're like, like please don't. Please don't. Svetlina's lovely. The dog was, yeah. like, I don't think the dog was doing anything, though. It wasn't. It's it but, was just staring at her. Yeah, but Svetlina was, like, very tense. I could feel it because I was holding on yeah. to her. So <laughs> we saved her from the dog. And then she, like, mm-hmm. warmed up to us immediately. She was like, all right, again. We're, we're cool. Again, she, she yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, yeah. when we go back again, we'll see her. And then it's been a year. Who knows? We also think, so Svetlina is like a very chill cat. We kind of think yeah. she might be deaf because she doesn't react to anything. No so, noise whatsoever. No and noise. Like make like any kind of like sound and they weren't expecting it. They like jump. They do. Nothing. Nothing Yeah, at all. she doesn't do anything. I, she She's yeah. either deaf or very stoned all the time yeah. it could be both you know we don't know but she's a very cool kitty and she's the reason why we definitely recommend if you're going to Amsterdam go to Cafe Baracus if you're lucky Svetlina will grace you with her presence so mm-hmm. yeah when we go back we'll keep you posted on wow, we've really spent a long time talking about Svetlina <laughs> well obviously <laughs> she's cute right. she's in my favorites she's on my very- phone <laughs> love her mustache I don't blame you. yeah right. but since we're talking about 2019 um one place that we found that was actually really cool was alkmaar yeah a l k m a a r alkmaar um yeah we actually stayed there for a weekend right yeah it was a weekend yeah we went we went right to alkmaar from from the plane so we did stay in alkmaar in 2019 for a weekend it was absolutely lovely i forget why we chose to go to alkmaar because of the cheese festival that we missed that we missed yeah so alkmaar um obviously right now every all the events are shut down in amsterdam until june 1st at the moment we're recording this on april 11th Mm -hmm. if you get a chance apparently they have a cheese festival every mm-hmm. Friday. I believe it begins at one o'clock. Do you it not begins at ten and it ends at one o'clock. I have some uh-huh. info here. There so, we go. Yeah. Yeah. From ten yeah. to one on Friday. Fridays from March thirtieth to September twenty eighth. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we missed the cheese festival though by a couple of hours. 
Yeah, we did not plan well because we realized while we were on the plane that our plane lands at 12. And we would not be able to get there in time. So that's fine. We'll just go back to Alkmaar. It's a cool place. So Mm -hmm. just to give a little bit of background about Alkmaar, it is in northern Holland and it's relatively close to Amsterdam. It's about a 40-minute train ride. So it's somewhere that you can go for the day. If you want to stay there and go to Amsterdam a couple of times, you can, but it might be a little costly to go there every, to stay there and go to Amsterdam every day. So, and there's enough to do in Alkmaar that you can kind of occupy yourself with. And just some brief history about Alkmaar. It first makes its appearance in the historical record in the 10th century. So that's the 900s, which is a long time ago. It was granted city rights in 1254. And then in 1573, the city was besieged by Spanish forces. Yet again, so pesky. Interestingly, the people sent pleas to the Prince of Orange, who told them he would offer relief to them by opening the floodgates of the dikes, which is what we talked about in the last episode, the protective barriers that hold back water. Um, So he was going to open the floodgates and flood the region if needed. He ended up doing this, and as the floodwaters began to rise, the Spanish ceased their siege and fled, which apparently was a turning point in the Eighty Years' War, which eventually led to the Dutch independence from the Spanish. This event is celebrated every year in Alkmaar on October 8th, which is the day the siege ended and is popularized by the expression, I'm going to read it in uh, English because I forgot to put the pronunciation here. Um, victory begins in Alkmaar. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna try it. It's like Vij Alkmaar nope. bring. <laughs> it's basically like Alkmaar brings the victory, is how I would interpret it. Uh, it's not. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. So that's cool. Victory begins in Alkmaar because of um, its place in history during the Eighty Years' War. So. With that being said, it's a really cool place to visit. It's like a quintessential Dutch city. Like, it's quaint. It's absolutely so adorable. Like, I don't, you know, it's just, it's just a beautiful place. And it's what you would imagine a Dutch city to be, you know. And they had a lot of nice little shops. (gasps) So much cool shopping. Yeah. There's like a very local vibe there. Like, we we were in a, a lot of cool shops. And we stayed at this Airbnb that was also a restaurant. Yeah, it was on top of the restaurant. Yeah, it was on top of the restaurant. It was it was really cool. Um, it was called Sew It. <laughs> okay, so it's spelled S O E E P. We're not really sure how to pronounce it. We just debated. We just debated before recording this about how to pronounce it, and it was not cute. So Honestly, it wasn't even really a debate. <laughs> it was just acknowledging the fact that we probably weren't pronouncing it right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I kept trying to say it in different ways, and Jazz kept shooting me down and laughing at me. So, so you to can be fair, <laughs> I was just mocking her. <laughs> Don't start. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, it's really cool. So it's um, they have like vegan food. We got, we got a cool tote bag from them. Mm-hmm. I still have it somewhere. Um, I would get I another one. Yeah, it's a yeah. cool tote bag. But they have a website. I'll put it in the 
blog post because the Airbnb was so cute. I think we should put pictures of our Airbnb in the blog post um, also. So it was cute. If you are going to Alkmaar or if you're like, I want to go to the Netherlands, I don't know where to stay, and you want to go to um, Alkmaar, feel free to reach out to us. We'll send you the Airbnb too if you want. It's mm-hmm. really great. Actually, can you, um, do you want to put it also in the blog? Yeah, I can put the listing in the blog. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also one great thing about Alkmaar is they have the Albert Hein XL. They, you guys, they have an Albert Hein XL. And so I know we've like, talked it was, about it. Yeah, it was surely a walk to get there. Did we, we make that walk every day? Yes. Yes, we did. Did we make excuses <laughs> to take that walk? Absolutely. Yes, we did. Because we have no self-control. <laughs> So when we we didn't realize it was an Albert Hein XL, right? It's like, and then we walked yeah, up so, to it and we were like, Albert Hein XL. Yeah. Again, so what I did was I went straight into Google Maps and just typed in Albert Hein because this time I knew what the supermarket's Wait, name was. We based where our Airbnb was on how close it was to an Albert Hein. Like, remember yes. we were searching. <laughs> yeah, I actually did. I searched where the Airbnb was and then I searched like Albert Hein's in that area. Yep. And we were not disappointed. Yeah, the Albert Hein XL is more beautiful. Again, we're gonna get into Albert Hein on the next episode. Oh, so yes. stay tuned. Stay tuned. But this was the first time we saw an XL, so mm-hmm. we were really pumped about it. Um, we mm-hmm. love Albert Hein, and we'll talk about him for hours. We actually did talk about him for like hours one time. We yeah, were supposed we were to be doing friends. something else. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There is one thing that the lady that owns the Airbnb that we were staying at, she told us about a cheese making class that you can do. And I'm actually pretty sure it's at the Cheese Museum. Oh, word. Yeah, the Cost cool. Museum, which we were planning That's to do. Right. Again, we didn't Damn have it. too much Cost time. Museum. We need to, you know what? All right. We have to plan another trip to Alkmaar yeah. when it's warm. We will. Yeah, but apparently you get to learn about like cheese making, like Dutch cheese making specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is cool. Which also like interestingly relates back to what I was talking about in the previous episode with mm-hmm. the water, because like because the land in the Netherlands it was basically like from the ocean. Their soil is apparently like really good. For different things like agriculture and for the cows so like apparently the cheese is really good it's not like obviously I'm not an expert but that's why like the Dutch are so good at cheese and growing things yeah, so shout we'll out find to out more information we will we will no I'm just saying shout outs to water nothing <laughs> important um, uh, yeah so cheese is a big part of Dutch culture obviously so moving back to the cheese festival just some background on it it's basically a tribute to the dairy merchants of Alkmaar they have been trading their goods in the city since 1365 and the actual cheese market was established in the late 16th century so that's the late 1500s during this time a guild was formed to govern the cheese trade I would love to be a governor of the cheese trade by the way so this market has always taken place on the Vagplein and contains the only official weighing house in the city. So it's pretty cool. This festival still happens as we talked about. We missed it, um, but you can 
go there. They, um, the guild members, they still wear like their traditional outfits. They weigh the cheese. They like carry it around. It seems really cool. If you have a chance to go, we definitely think you should just to experience something totally different than what we have here. Uh, I've never seen a cheese festival here like that. So, so yeah. Also, interesting thing about Alkmaar that we noticed, the shops close very early, which yes. is a good thing because they respect their workers' time and don't make them stay until 10 p.m. for no reason. Um, but it's just something to know. Like, if you are jet-lagged and you don't wake up until, like, 5, then, you know, you, <laughs> you're kind of, like, you can't really do yeah, much. you might be out of luck. Yeah. I mean, restaurants are opened, right? Yeah, restaurants, well... Some restaurants are open, and I believe the supermarket stays open a little later. Not very much later, though. I think it may stay open until, like, 8 or so. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, if you're going, you have to be mindful. I'm assuming this is probably a thing that is in all, like, smaller cities in the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. Probably not Amsterdam, um, because it's just, it's the capital. It's, like, a major city, so I don't know. Um, so just be mindful of it. If you're going somewhere in the Netherlands that's not Amsterdam, see what time place is close so you can plan effectively. Mm -hmm. Also, yeah. things close on Sundays. Like, mm -hmm. don't try to go out and get anything on a Sunday. Yeah, unless you're going to Amsterdam. I remember time, us. Right? Yeah, I remember us walking on basically a deserted street. <laughs> we still <laughs> like almost got Amsterdam ran over Central. by a bike, though. Yeah, that is true. I <laughs> actually have that on video. It's great. It's great. <laughs> Do you saw the video of us screaming? <laughs> like the act, like the kind of us screaming. Did you delete it or do you still have it? Oh no, I still have it. That's the video I'm talking about. Okay, cool. Yeah, that. <laughs> we got startled by a bike and it was a deserted street. So this is what we are like. Yeah, but they also have a lot of cool shops. Uh, I recommend. There's a lot of shopping you can do when the shops are opened. So yeah. so yeah, that's alcohol I, I also, recommend. Mm -hmm. I also lied. I think the cheese making class is in Volendam. Okay. Cool. It's a two yeah. and a half hour cheese making class. Cool. Let's add that to our list. Yes. Okay, question. Can we eat the cheese after we make it? Or do we have to wait? I would assume you would have to wait. Okay. I don't know. So I don't know how like I don't know about Gouda specifically, but a lot of cheeses you need to wait to mm -hmm. eat them. Like the way they age is like very important to true. how the cheese true, age. True, true, true. But I'm not sure about Gouda. I've never actually like looked into how Gouda is made. I do know about blue cheese and Camembert for some reason. Camembert. Okay. Yeah. Camembert. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Well. Let's look into that. We'll, we'll do it and we'll report back. Don't worry about mm. it. So that's Alchemar. Mm. We definitely recommend. Yeah, and it's it's like we said, it's just super easy to get into the city. I believe it's actually 11 euro yeah, to get it, into I the city. I don't know. Alchemar. Maybe a little bit more. I don't know. I'm thinking 15. I'm not sure, though. I thought it's it 15 from Shiphole. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, if you're, yeah, like, you can definitely stay in Alkmaar. It's just, you know, if you're mm -hmm. staying there for a week and you're going into Amsterdam every day, that obviously adds up. So you kind of have to, like, weigh your costs and see what's the best option for you. But 
Mm-hmm. Definitely stay in Alkmaar and just chill in Alkmaar for a minute. It's pretty low key. It's beautiful. Like lots of water, of course. It's the Netherlands. There's lots of cats that chill out. It's great. We're going back at some point. Like it's one of those places we're going, that we're going back New Year's. We're going. We're going to Alkmaar New Year's. We can go. Well, not maybe not New Year's Day, but we can go visit. Okay. During that trip, I'd be very happy. Yeah, that's fine. Let's do that. Then we can we can go to the Albert Heijn XL. I'm down. Okay. Um, but yeah, Alkmaar is one of those places that we both were like, wow, I could live here. Like, it's just one of those mm. places. Other yeah, places. People I are think. actually really friendly. We yeah, met so a, nice. a woman who read our palms. Did um, she read? No, she read our. She, she read like, the, like, the energy the from her palms. Yeah, 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 yeah. She did a thing. Like, she, yeah, she was a pendle. Pendulum? No. Pendulum. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) She used the the pendant pendulum Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to read the energy from her hands. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, and that was a very strange time because she got a lot of things right that I didn't even tell Sarah that day. Yeah, Yeah, same. She she got a lot of stuff right about me and I was like, whoa. It's crazy. Yeah, it was cool though. She was so sweet. I, yeah, I actually still have the postcards. Oh, word. Yeah, we should mm-hmm. put that in the blog. Because it's a shop. So, I mean, she's not there to read your palm. So, don't ask her to read your palm. She did that because she we wanted were, to. She, she wanted to. Walked up to it's like, yeah. hey, can I do this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were both very. Sh- we didn't know what was going on really because, again, she um, didn't speak English that well. Yeah. But. And we obviously was, don't speak Dutch, but it yeah. was a cool experience. But yeah, it's a shop. So, I mean, you can go in and get some cool stuff and it's mm-hmm. locally run. Uh, you know, the lady's really nice who runs it and is apparently very knowledgeable at reading auras. Oh, and we got that cool spray. I still have that creativity spray. I still have mine too. Well, mine wasn't creativity spray. It mm-hmm. was like, love yourself spray. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, you need that. <laughs> I have that spray, and I have it in Judah's recording um, studio area, Mm -hmm. and he doesn't use it. And I'm like, I put this here for you to spray yourself when you're recording. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll just start spraying it on myself for different things. Maybe when I play The Sims, who knows? I have to be creative somehow. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, Yeah. Alchemar's great. We can't recommend it enough, honestly. Yeah. But if that's not something you want to do, one thing that everyone always wants to do is to see the tulip fields. And yes. I also would highly recommend that. Definitely. The way to get there, it's different depending on where you're coming from. That's true. So if you're coming from Amsterdam Central, you I believe you have to take the train to, I want to say it's Elise. Lease. Lease is the, uh, yeah, it's located in Lease, and then you get on yeah. the bus. Mm-hmm. And you get mm-hmm. on the bus, and the bus is like a round-trip ticket, so yeah. you don't have to worry about, like, coming back and forth. Yeah. But it's super, actually super simple to do, like, once you're there. Yeah. It's just you really need to pay attention to the signs where the buses are and which yeah. bus is coming where. Yeah, and you can buy your ticket right at the bus, so you don't even have to go there and wait in line, which is yeah. super convenient. But what's nice about the bus going to Kugenhof is 
it literally it just says flowers like it says tulips yeah, it like does. everywhere it's just like like you'll you know you're getting on the right bus when you see like the big like posters that have like <laughs> tulips on it and then there's a bus right next to that that's the bus you want to get on yeah it's it's legit it's legit mm-hmm. you can definitely do that yeah it says just tulips and flowers and you you kind of mm-hmm. know you're in the right spot yeah it's very bright and they actually have someone that's sitting outside that can sell you tickets yeah which is very yeah, they're helpful. At, like a little podium thing. Yeah, because you know Kuchenhof is only opened for a really small amount of time throughout the year, so it's a very popular mm-hmm. place to go, and so there's a big influx of people. So if you can mm-hmm. buy your ticket uh, ahead of time, then you can cut down on your time at the garden, or at mm-hmm. least waiting in line at the garden, right? So you can go in and see things um, before it gets super crowded. We recommend getting there early because mm-hmm. the, the gardens tend to get very very crowded. It's a really popular place. It is only open literally from the end of March to May. So. Yeah, and we were lucky when we got there. It had. No, when we got there this time, we went May, We went in May, right? No, <laughs> we went in we uh, went March. In March. Okay. So end of March, worst. early It April. had just opened. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah oh, it that's did. right, because it. Um, 2018, we literally got there a week after it closed. Yeah, we, we're dumb sometimes, but uh-huh. but that's okay. It's okay. Yeah. We, but yeah, so we went back things. in 2019, and we got up super early. We did. And we don't regret it. Actually, it was really a really nice trip. Yeah, it was a good experience. Yeah, for me personally, actually, it was like, It was crazy because my grandpa died that day. We were supposed to go to the tulip gardens. I got a call from my parents and they were like, my grandpa was 98. So, you know, 98, he lived a good life. But so he had, he had passed away that night at home. It was like 10 PM and I, or no, it was like midnight. And we were already up at 6 AM going to the gardens. And it was like, obviously I was very sad about it, but going to the gardens was very helpful for me to like, just like kind of like forget that that was going on but also because my grandpa like loved flowers so it was also like a good place to be at the moment mm-hmm. and it's also just like a beautiful place so that was my personal experience which was also kind of like a weird weird experience with mm-hmm. with it but it was helpful for me at that like kind of tough time in my life when I wasn't near my family and thankfully Jazz was there though yeah. you were like we don't have to go and I was like no we're going yeah i was just like uh we can do this another day like yeah come back i was like no we're going and i was like standing in my towel like we're going to the tulip yeah you were actually it was yeah it's crazy because remember the night before i was just i had so much anxiety that i couldn't explain and i like just something was wrong and i just like i knew something was wrong and we were saying that we both had like a bad feeling we were like something yeah something is off yeah it was crazy um and and something was totally definitely off and my parents like tried to keep it from me Mm -hmm. and they could not so I knew something was wrong and they wouldn't tell me what was wrong and then yeah then they had to tell me so mm, our feelings were correct and Mm -hmm. here we were and so the gardens were super helpful and lovely personally and another thing that's nice about the gardens is you can actually bring tulips home with you well you bulbs can. anyway you can definitely bring yeah. bulbs you can also get them shipped places so if you have yes. someone you want to send a souvenir to yeah you can definitely do that yeah Ooh, we should send one to Fran. yeah and actually i think you can still send them 
um, like you can pay for them to be shipped during off season, right? I don't know. Let me look it up. Let me look it up. Okay. Um, yeah, but so Jazz and I, it was we bought them for our moms. Did we, we didn't buy them for Mother's Day. We just bought them. Yeah, we just bought them. I bought them as a souvenir. Yeah, so well, we bought one. As yeah, a souvenir. so we brought back these bulbs in my suitcase for yeah. our moms. And the cool thing, yeah, the cool thing about them, they actually don't need water or soil to have them grow. Like, yeah, apparently. So we sat our hours out on a plate, and we just was that. That was the directions to sit it out on a plate. And yeah. watch it grow. Okay. And it actually grew, like, multiple times. Like, it would grow, die, and then another one would grow, die. Yeah. I think it actually, like, regrew, like, three times. Yeah. It's pretty cool. My I, my mom did. I don't know what my mom did, but it, it did grow. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, it grew. And it was nice. Um, you can you can get things shipped to you. I'm going to put this in the blog. Mm-hmm. Wait. No, sorry. That is wait. This is from the Netherlands, though, but it's not specifically Kuchenhof. Mm. So you can you can buy bulbs from the Netherlands mm. if you want to. This is from Queen Flower Bulbs. So it's in Hillengom. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. But you can apparently get them shipped from there so i'm mm. assuming i mean obviously the the tulips and bulbs you can get from the netherlands are the best so also yeah and they actually weren't super well mine wasn't super expensive they have a bunch mine? of different kinds i don't think i was mine was super expensive yeah so but they have a bunch of different kinds and like depending on which kind you want the price can range yeah yeah it's cool you can buy bulbs there we recommend doing that so you can just like have a cool thing to bring back with you that's unique from mm-hmm. the Netherlands. Obviously, we all yeah. love flowers. If you're going to the yeah. Netherlands during this time, it's crazy, but it's because you want to see the tulips and hang out. So we recommend that. And um, really quick, I just want to give some background about Kuchenhof. Mm-hmm. So it's located in Lees, and it's the world's largest flower garden. It was established in 1949. But originally, it was hunting grounds, and it was actually a place where herbs were grown and used in the kitchen of Jacqueline, the Countess of Hanault. She lived from 1401 to 1436, which is a short life, um, but her herbs were grown in Kuchenhof, which is cool, and she was a countess, so there was a castle around there or something at the time. But... In 1949, 20 flower growers and exporters decided to establish the gardens in an effort to promote the industry so both local and European growers could display their hybrids. Uh, this, so this is, from this effort, this has become such a world-famous place to go. And it's, these gardens are magnificently beautiful. Like, they're, everywhere you look is beautiful. And it's just, it's just an amazing place to go. You can also mm. take a boat ride and see the tulip fields which was like kind of the coolest thing we did that day i think yeah they actually give you a lot of information yes. too so much info- i wish i remembered most of the I information did not fall asleep on that boat she ride. didn't we were talking to a nice couple from mexico though so that helped yes it was also difficult it was pretty loud like it was an open yes, air boat was actually, it was super loud it was great though i can we have pictures from the boat we'll definitely put in the blog post 
And when I finally get around to editing the video, you can actually see. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know we had a video for that. <laughs> yes, I have multiple videos. Mm, cool. Yes. A couple of takeaways mm -hmm. from Kuchenhof. Get there early. Make sure you get there early to avoid crowds for as long as possible. What's my other takeaway? <laughs> okay, one takeaway. Get there early. <laughs> um, if you'd like to, you can get a bulb. Yes. Also, there are multiple places you can um, buy bulbs like while walking around yeah. the tulip fields. So if you don't see a bulb that you want at, this, at a certain like stand, you can actually find another one to see if they would have it. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, I think you can also like rent a bike and bike near the tulip fields, I think. Am I making that up? I'm not sure. Okay, might be making that up. I don't know. We don't ride bikes. We are not <laughs> doing that. <laughs> I'm not going to get in someone's way. Yeah. Actually, the last time I rode a bike, I was <laughs> it was in high school, and I was in Vienna for a class trip, and they had us like do a bike tour of the city, which was the worst thing ever. I almost got hit by a bus on the bike, mm. and did not get to really see much of the city because I was just concentrating on not dying on this bike and that was the last time I rode a bike and I don't think I will do it again yeah I don't have anything that traumatic it but was quite I traumatic. just I don't ride bikes when we go on vacations in solidarity <laughs> thank you you can ride a bike if you want I will go somewhere else or wait for you also like I don't want to get in anyone's way in the Netherlands like they're very serious about their biking that's how they get places like I'm not mm. going to be a dumb tourist riding a bike and getting in people's way yeah that's literally the only time I've seen a Dutch person be angry oh yeah absolutely and that's totally justified they're very nice people mm -hmm. but don't get in the way when you're you know when they're biking just don't do it but, yeah for the most part we had a well actually no like the entire time we had a really good trip we did. Like, I think both years we had a great time. Yeah, we intend to go to Amsterdam every year because we just absolutely love the well, city. at this point, it's just become an annual trip. Yeah, but I intend <laughs> to keep going back annually until I die. Yeah. So, yeah, I like it there. It's a cool place. Mm. We're going to talk about it a little bit more. We're going to talk about the food in the next episode. Which, obviously, we're going to talk about our boy, Albert. Albert Hahn. <laughs> and then some other food-related things. So, And I think that's it for Amsterdam, and then we'll move on to Paris. Actually, before we get on to Paris, you'll hear our friend Brianna's experience with Amsterdam. Yeah. It's good to have different opinions yeah. and different experiences with absolutely. Amsterdam. Yeah, absolutely. No experience is the same. Yes. But, yeah. Um, also, there is some other day trips you can take from Amsterdam. We haven't. We talked about the day trips and different places we've stayed in the Netherlands. There's also like so many other places that you can see. Um, it's easy to get to probably all of the Netherlands um, from Amsterdam, but you can go to Delft, Rotterdam, Utrecht, other you know so many other places. The Hague, Leiden easily uh, so if you are going to Amsterdam plan a day trip and see what's outside of Amsterdam because the Netherlands is a cool country it's very beautiful mm -hmm. and cool so that is my piece about that 
All right. Well, if you enjoyed this podcast, please check up on us again next week and we'll have a new episode out for you. A new yep. episode. An episode. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah. Check on us next week. We will be here finally to talk about our boy, Albert Hine. We're so excited to talk about him. So if you want to see what the hype is about, aka our hype, I don't know if anyone else in the world is as hyped up about Albert Hine. Stay tuned. And thank you for listening. We appreciate you. If you liked our intro and outro, please check out Judah Kim. You can find him on Spotify, Judah Kim, or Instagram at Judah Kim Music. Thanks again for listening.